The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school basketball. Over to Schwartz, dribbles into the double team, now picks the dribble up in the right-hand corner, quickly gets it out of there, Straka between the circles to Techmeyer, guarded by Free, back over to Koster. Cannon, guarded by Thock, wants to take him to the rack, draws the double team, back out to Techmeyer for the three, it's good. Perfectly executed by Cannon Coster. Denied, it's a GNAC Conference doubleheader from Kearney High, as the Bearcats welcome in the Norfolk Panthers. High School Basketball and Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Lobbing up top to Wood, Avery to Strubing, back cut, there's Mishu again, got the defender in the air, put it up and in and count it. Mishu a chance at a three-point play, that's been the bread and butter play all night long for Carney Hyde. This is a rematch of the season's conference tournament championship games. Carney won the girls game while Norfolk boys were the last time that Carney was beat. With both teams winning 12 games in a row. It's the Panthers and Bearcats coming up next, but for some new Tech Seed pregame show... We'll take you live to Carney High School with ESPN Radio Sports Director Doug Duda right after his word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And good evening once again, everyone, from Carney High School, GDAC Championship Basketball Action. It's only been one week since Magic Johnson became an advisor to the Lakers, but he hopes to be calling all the shots. We'll talk to him about it right after he throws a pie in Golick's face Tuesday on Mike and Mike, 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. This year, the tournament played at Norfolk's, and the Panthers obviously have the home court advantage. And Carney High, after a very impressive win over Scott's walk in the semifinals, just couldn't get out of the game in the finals and lost by a score of 55 to 40 at the post play of the Norfolk Panthers with Logan Strom and Matt Hagedorn were too much for the Carney Bearcats. But they have become a much better basketball team, and they will be tested here tonight. Now, let's be honest, last week was rivalry week. Hey, football fans, I'm not. Junior on the latest first and really the Carney Bearcats' biggest test that they have passed here in the last month was going to Miller North and picking up the win for Norfolk. They have also put together 12 consecutive wins, but it's not like they have been tested. They had a win with Omaha North back on the 20th, who was 12-7, and then they beat Millard West, who beat Carney in the season opener by five their last game out. So Exactly been playing all the top ten squads in Class A lately, but they are winning the ball games. That changes tonight. Who will take over the superiority of? Well, West, for thematic elements and accidents, and Omaha. This is the New Tech Seed pregame show. ESPN Radio honors Black History Month. A year ago on February 15th, 2000. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. 
Ow. It's more than great-tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences, fun and innovative new meal options, and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Carney. And welcome the Boston back to Celtics officially retired number 33 in honor of Hall of Famer and Five NBA. Bank, the better bank in Kearney for the visiting Panthers of Norfolk, number two, six foot two inch senior Christian Eisenhower averages nine points a game. Number five, six foot two inch senior Travis Larson, seven and a half points. Number 15, six two senior Lane McCallum averages just under nine points. Number 23, six five junior Matt Hagedorn at 12 points a game. And at 14 and a half a game, number 32, the 6'8 senior, Logan Strom. In his first year at Norfolk after being at Scott's Bluff, it's Tony Siski, the head coach, assisted by Kurt Lammers, Jeremy Widner, and Andy Cohn, 16 and 2, ranked third in the state. Their two losses, which came before Christmas, were in a 62-51 loss to Omaha South in the season opener to Papalian La Vista, the number one team in the state, who's at the Heartland Hoops Classic last night, opening night in overtime. For the County Bearcats, no change in their lineup. Number three, a 6'1 senior, Jake Techmeyer, averaging 10 points a ball game, one of three players in double figures. Number 11, a 5'9 senior, Trey Clevenger. Number 24, a 6'2 senior, Ryan Koski. Number 43, 6'6 sophomore, Shiloh Robinson, averaging 13 points a game. And the leading scorer for the Bearcats, number 44, a 6'3 junior, Cannon Coster, at 19 points per contest. The head coach is Drake Moronic, assisted by Jim Moran, Mitch Olson, Alex Thayer, Ryan Milkshake Waller and Keaton Klemek, 15 and 4, ranked fourth in the state of Nebraska. Winners of 12 in a row. Their losses coming to Millard West, Lincoln Northeast, Gretna, and Norfolk. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. You're listening to Kearney Bearcat Basketball on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation, KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, and the World Wide Web at Platte River. Preps.com. All of our internet streaming is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. You can hear all the games live in the podcast right afterwards at PlatteRiverPreps.com. We'll be back with more as we get ready for Carney and Norfolk on ESPN Radio right after this timeout. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. 
Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. It is a full house here tonight at Carney High. Folks still trying to find their seat, getting ready for tonight's high school basketball contest. No injuries to report in the pregame. Injuries are brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Carney. It'll be the traveling maroon of Norfolk with the white trim, and as usual, the home white with blue trim for Carney High in our girls' game tonight. Carney High in a low-scoring defensive affair fell to Norfolk 35-32, but it was how it happened. Carney High was up 28-20 more than midway through the fourth quarter and got outscored 9-1 down the stretch and then lost it in overtime. We were tied at 29 going in to overtime, and they fall 35-32. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show, proudly brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact the New Tech Seed dealer near you for all of your seed needs. Proud to support our area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Three and four, Norfolk and Carney. when we come back. Looking to protect your seed investment and grow your ROI? At Aurora Cooperative, we have been searching for the right combination of products that do just that. Through Aurora Acre Grow Programs, we have selected three sets of unique product combinations to help protect your seed investment while growing your overall profitability. To learn more about each program and see which one is the right fit for you and your acres, be sure to contact your Aurora Cooperative sales agronomist about this exciting new opportunity. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work for your farm, your cooperative, and your future. And we are ready for high school basketball here on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings. A full house. The Rowdies are ready to go. A good contingent of Norfolk Panther fans are here as well. Ken Carney grab what is the biggest win of the season here tonight against the visiting Panthers. The handshakes have been made. Jake Wolf, Shannon Pagadorf, ready to help officiate tonight's basketball game. Some legends in the crowd tonight of Carney High past. All-time shot blocker Chris Ruskowski here tonight. Doug Coster here tonight as well. Of course, he's watching his son as the ball is in the air. And the opening tip will be controlled by the Carney High Bearcats. Man-to-man defense by Norfolk and Trey Clevenger. Going to run the point against Christian Eisenhower. Off on the right wing to Techmeyer. Coster sets the ball screen to the right side. Off the pick and roll. He's covered. Robinson takes it out top. Swings it left side of the key. Outside the arc to Clevenger. To Coster. Coster will be guarded by Lane McCallum. Key matchup. Crossover. McCallum pops it away. Norfolk spins, spins on the ball. Slid. Gets the steal. Coast to coast. And a bucket and a block. Give the bucket to Logan Strom and a chance at a three-point play, and that is not the way Carney wanted to start it. Drake Moronic did not like the block call. He thought Strom initiated the contact. And a foul on the Carney Bearcats, Jake Techmeyer. So Coster got it poked away by McCallum. Then Strom takes it coast to coast and draws the foul and a chance at a three-point play. 
Logan Strom's free throw is good. And Norfolk has a 3-0 lead. Bearcats on their second possession. Up the floor with it. Clevenger to the trailer. Koski over to Cannon. Coster in the left-hand corner to Robinson. Shallow one dribble around the perimeter. When do they pull the first three, or do they want to get the ball inside early on in this basketball game? Clevenger out top. They'll have to reset and run the offense again. Robinson to the right-hand corner. It'll be tougher to post him up tonight against the big fella, Strom. Clevenger left side of the key up top to Koski. You think for Carney, we talked about the three guys, Techmeyer, Robinson, and Coster, that average in double figures. Somebody else has to get there tonight. You have to figure those three probably won't all get there. Somebody else will have to. Clevenger drives in, kicks it over to Koski, finds some room in the paint, takes it to the hole, draws the foul, and will get two free throws. Foul's going to be called on Christian Eisenhower. The fans are going to want it on Strom. But Eisenhower collapsing down, got him on the arm, and Ryan Koski will go to the line and shoot two. This is that championship atmosphere, district tournament, conference tournament, state tournament, where the top three or four guys usually cancel each other out. It's four, five, six, seven, eight. Who can come up and have a night tonight? Koski's free throw bounces off the rim, no good. Free throws were not a strong point in the girls' game for either team. Now a second free throw coming up for Koski. Don't forget, we've also got basketball on Classic Hits 98-9, Loomis and Pleasanton. Loomis came back to win the girls' game 59-46 over Pleasanton, who finished third in the conference tournament. Free throw is up, and Koski will get the second one, so the Bearcats are on the board. They're going to try and institute full-court man-to-man here. Inbounds pass will come to Travis Larson. Larson, the lowest scoring of the five starters, but still gets 7.5 per game. 90 seconds in, 3-1 to one on a three-point play. Larson just keeps dribbling. Coster blocks his shot out of bounds. It'll stay with Norfolk. Coster on the switch, able to get over there and avoid the foul. Lane McCallum to take it out of the baseline. Looking for the big fella, but Strom's covered. Trying to work. Koski's actually guarding him. They'll get it back to the man who brought it in, and Lane McCallum tries left baseline, a behind-the-back pass actually hit him, and Coster will come up with the steal. Cannon, four on four, kicks it into the corner. Clevenger, spot up three, off the iron, no good. Coster's able to get the offensive rebound. Back outside, but there's nobody there. Coster got trapped on the baseline, thought that he saw Techmeyer out in front of the Norfolk bench, but Carney will turn it over for the second time. 3-1, Norfolk with the lead. Carney will continue to put on some full-court pressure, waiting for a shoe to be tied here. Eisenhower and Larson, and Larson will be the man to take the inbounds pass, just handing it off there from Matt Hagedorn. Larson brings the ball up the floor, top of the circle, the big fella Strom, inside, but through the hands of McCallum. Boy, a perfectly executed screen. Nobody within six feet of McCallum, and the ball went right through his hands. And a break for the Bearcats, a sure two. That would have been a 5-1 game. Clevenger brings the ball up the floor here tonight. So maybe they're going to run him at point more than Techmeyer, who usually, those two will split the duties, but usually Jake has the ball a little bit more running the offense. He does now. Off the high-low screen, he brings it left side of the key, draws contact off the window and in. Techmeyer with the first bucket of the ball game for the Bearcats, and we're tied at three with 5.45 to go, and Norfolk throws it away again. Another unforced turnover as Larson was just going to, excuse me, McCallum was just going to fire it back to Eisenhower, and Eisenhower was headed up the floor not even looking. Third turnover here for the Panthers, and Carney has a chance to take their first lead of the ballgame. Top of the circle, back to the basket, Coster. 
He'll set the screen and give it to Robinson, try to lob it into Cannon. He catches it, but he's almost out of bounds, throws it back into Clevenger. Underneath the bounce pass is kicked. They were looking for that back screen, possible dunk. Shiloh probably should not have thrown it in there. Costa did a good job of just saving the possession. And Carney will take it out underneath their own hoop. And now the official has to talk to Robinson and to Strom. Get your hands off each other before the ball comes in. Shiloh will take it inbound to the left-hand corner, put the ball on his hip, and just throw it out to Coster. So whatever they wanted to do didn't work. Clevenger on the right side. Weak side this time. Sag defense by Eisenhower up to Coster. Looking for the shot. Crossover dribble back to Trey. Trey gets a good screen up top to Koski. Good defense so far by Norfolk. There they get it into Robinson. Spins inside on Strom. Sits on the rim and goes in. Shiloh Robinson with a nice move on Strom. And Carney has the lead. And that's one huge difference from the first time. Robinson wasn't able to do that against Strom. But his game may be the most improved of any of the ten players on the floor since the first meeting. Up top, Eisenhower into the paint. Now picks his dribble up on Coster. Kicks it out top to Strom. He's got Robinson out there guarding him. He handles the ball pretty good for a big guy. There is a one-hand floater that Christian Eisenhower will put up and in. That's an NBA bucket because you get three steps to make that 5-5. Carney High with a basketball. A little roll pass into Robinson again. Again, working on Strom. Kicks it into the corner. Clevenger trays three. Won't go. And the rebound pulled down by Larson. The first board of the game for Norfolk. And they'll settle it down with McCallum against the Carney man-to-man. A lot of screens. Get it down to Strom, but it went through his hands, and Carney will come up with a loose basketball. That's three really unforced turnovers out of the four here on Norfolk. Costa brings it up, picking him up defensively as the senior McCallum. Get Norfolk taller, really, across the board at every position. Techmeyer drives paint, kicks it out. Koski, open three, but they can't buy one early. And it's all maroon underneath Travis Larson. Back-to-back rebounds, pushes the pace up to Eisenhower. He'll take it at Robinson. They let it go. The shot's no good. Coster will get the rebound. Some would have called the foul on Shiloh. Up ahead to Techmeyer. He misses the driving layup. Rebound brought down by McCallum. McCallum lost the handle, but it rolls into the hands of Hagedorn. Up ahead to Larson. Takes it at Robinson, and Shiloh just grabbed him. First foul of the game on Robinson, and the second foul on the Kearney Bearcats. Again tomorrow, the Heartland Hoops Classic. Eight games, three of them beginning at 12.30 here on ESPN. We'll also have the D3 District Wrestling Final from Amherst tomorrow at 2 on Classic Hits 98.9 with all of the other Heartland Hoops Classic games. And Carney High tomorrow after they get done with basketball, they lay the mats down. The A1 District is here. The free throw by Travis Larson up and in. The District Wrestling here at Carney High scheduled to begin tomorrow morning at 9.30. And Carney High is going to call a timeout. With 3.26 to go in the first quarter of play, it is Norfolk 6 and Kearney 5. This time out brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. The Midwinter Cabin Fever Reliever is here. The 10th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic, February 11th, with eight hand-picked quality high school basketball matchup, including Papillion La Vista versus Sunrise Christian Academy, a nationally known team out of Wichita. Area teams include Grand Island Central Catholic, Gothenburg, York, St. Cecilia, and Aurora. Get day-long admission for one low price at Ticketmaster. The Heartland Hoops Classic. First tip-off at 9 a.m. Feature game tip-off at 9.15 p.m. Saturday, February 11th. Be there. As always, I want to say a big thank you to those sponsors that allow us to bring you exciting high school basketball here on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation. As we go back to the line, Travis Larson 
for his second free throw around the Kearney timeout. And this one bounces off the front of the rim and crawls in. Norfolk 7, Kearney 5. Top of the circle with it is Techmeyer and now in the left-hand corner. They bring Carson Schwartz in during the timeout. He and Clevenger always split a little time. And then they kind of see how that goes to see who gets more of it in the second half. Coster with it on the right wing. Cannon looking for his first shot. Pulls up the free throw line and hits it. Cannon Coster ties the game at seven with three minutes to go here in the first quarter of play. Norfolk and Carney high. Panthers against a little zone-type pressure. Now they'll settle in at half court. Carney picks him up, man. Schwartz on Travis Larson. Swings it over to the right wing. Matt Hagedorn. He was a pain in the side of Carney the first meeting. He tries to attack it, and Carney grabbed him, and Koski is going to get the foul. First foul of the game on Ryan Koski. And in for the Panthers is going to be number 21, Luke Kluver. And also checking into the ball game, TJ Price. Price, a 6'4 senior. Kluver, a 6'1 sophomore, outstanding golfer, of course, Granddad Mike Patterson and the family here. Inbounds pass, comes right underneath the hoop. T.J. Price just checked in, and he will lay it up and score. A little miscommunication by the Bearcats. Shiloh at the other end, bumps off Strom, puts up the jumper in the lane from eight. Bounces off the rim, no good. Larson with his third rebound. Up the floor he comes. Pass Coster into the corner. Kluber down to the big fella. Strom, ball fake, lays it up and in. Logan Strom now with five points, and Norfolk with a four-point lead, and at the other end, we've got a whistle and a foul called on the Panthers for a little block underneath. And Carney will take it out underneath their own hoop. Lane McCallum called for the foul, second on the Panthers. Coster to throw it in, a little miscommunication, so they'll lob it up top to Carson Schwartz. Robinson says, what are you doing over here, Tech Meyer? And they were standing in the same place. Schwartz off the screen. Back out Jake. Jake catches. Jake fires the three. Jake hits the three. Five points for Techmeyer. The first three of the basketball game of the Bearcats. Norfolk 11-10. Two minutes to go here in the first quarter. Front court price. TJ tries baseline. Bounce pass behind Robinson to the wide open Strom. And he'll lay it up and in again. So Logan Strom not having to work too hard to get to some points here as Robinson Comes with the help defense, and they throw it right around him. 13-10, Norfolk. Schwartz off the screen on Kluver. Pick and roll, but they cover Coster. Back out to Techmeyer. Dribbles it behind the arc and into the left-hand corner. Schwartz, they're really looking for Coster. Down low, guarded by Kluver. Back over to Robinson, right corner. Trying to open it up even farther to get that ball to Coster. This is really a cannon play, and now they're going to change things up. Up top, Robinson will actually handle the ball. Back over to Schwartz. Bearcats down three, backdoor lob, got tipped. Robinson was open, but the ball got tipped, and Carney turns it over for the third time. Lane McCallum will slowly bring the ball up the floor, use a high screen from Strom, then kick it back out to him. Logan, one dribble underneath, easy layup again for T.J. Price. A lot of layup here since the timeout for Norfolk. 15-10, the Panthers now up by five. Bearcats work it to Robinson again, getting him out of the paint to try to get Strom to chase him. Techmeyer. Baseline, leaves it off underneath for Robinson, has to work to get the layup, it's no good. He really had to lean back, rebound brought down Larson. Norfolk wants to run, and they'll finish with a Lane McCallan layup. And it is 17-10, a 6-0 run by the Panthers, but Carney finishes at the other end with a shallow Robinson dunk. Right in front of the Rowdies to get the crowd into it again. 20 seconds to go in the quarter, Norfolk 17, Carney 12. Panthers want the last shot here. 
They'll get it to Luke Kluver. 26 feet away. He'll wait and hand it off to Travis Larson. 10 seconds to Price. Left wing to McCallum. McCallum on the switch is on Robinson. Gets it to Strom with four seconds. He's going to have to force a shot. Fade away over Coster. No good. And that is the end of the first quarter of play in the battle of the top two teams in the GNAC and the three and four teams in the state. It's Norfolk 17, Kearney 12 on ESPN. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. You'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. Buzz's Marine wants you to think about the most important time of all, family time, and what brings a family together better than boating. Everyone looks forward to being on the water, so whenever you set aside time for boating, family and friends will be there. This year, make it the best year ever with a visit to Buzz's Marine. They have the perfect boat and boating accessories for your family's needs and easy financing to make it happen today. Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central, Kearney. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Welcome back to Kearney High School with our producer engineer, Billy Thompson. I'm Doug Duda. At the end of one, Norfolk leads Kearney 17-12. Five points for Jake Techmeyer, four for Shiloh Robinson. For Norfolk, Logan Strom has seven, and the Panthers will get the ball to start the second quarter. Strom up top will go in the left-hand corner to Price. Back up top, Strom. Right wing, they'll get it to McCallum. Squared up for the three. Clevenger handed his face back cut. There's the screen set, and Strom will lay it up and in. Nine points for Logan Strom. And a 19-12 lead here for the Norfolk Panthers. With the ball up top, Coster. Coster weaves his way into the paint. Had a little room. Hits the front of the iron. No good. Rebound Strom. Baseball pass to the other end. And they fall down. We're going to get a jump ball. The arrow will point the way of Carney High. So it's the fifth Norfolk turnover. Kluver starts the second quarter out there with Price. Carney High has went with their original five starters. So... Coach Sitsky giving a couple of his starters an extra minute here before they come on the floor in the second quarter. Techmeyer off the screen from Robinson, left side of the key, in trouble. He'll flip it towards the rim, no good. I think he wanted to pass it, but there was nobody there. Strom the rebound, and here come the Panthers, not afraid to run. Larson finds some room, takes it all the way in, puts it up too strong, missed it in a blocking foul, called on Carney High. Koski will be called for his second foul. And free throws coming up for Travis Larson. Larson's only two points are from the line. Norfolk was three of three in the first quarter. The Bearcats one of two. That was one of those where the contact was really after Larson let go of the ball. It was really late, and he misses the free throw. 19-12, Norfolk leading it by seven. Second free throw now. For Larson on the way, and he missed them both. So maybe a little fate there as Shiloh Robinson will grab his first rebound of the game. Clevenger pushes it up the floor, but the Panthers are set defensively. Gets it to Coster over on the left wing to Techmeyer. Techmeyer back to Cannon, off the screen for the three. Got it. 
Cannon Coster with his first three-point bucket. And it's 19-15, Norfolk, five points down for Coster. Larson, when they don't have numbers, really good about controlling the tempo of the basketball game. Swings it over to Lane McCallum, up top to Kluver. Guarded by Koski, he's got to be careful with two fouls. Right side, they'll get it all the way into the corner to T.J. Price. Strom bodying up, he's got a pretty low post position, lost the basketball out of bounds off Norfolk. I think Strom might have felt that he got bumped a little bit from behind by Shiloh. Sixth turnover for the Panthers. Norfolk has half that many with three. Again, to the girls' game tonight. Low scoring all the way, and Norfolk rallied for a 35-32 overtime win against Kearney. It was 29 all. We'll talk more about it at half. Here's Techmeyer on Kluver, trying to take it to the younger player. Out to Robinson for three. Shiloh, no good. Rebound brought down by Elaine McCallum. McCallum will bring it up against Cannon Coster. Off the screen, the Bearcats have to switch to Kluver. Looked at the three. Koski's on him. Swings it back over to McCallum. Down on the block to Price. He doesn't want it. That's going to be Eisenhower. Out top to McCallum. Strom still working, just working around the paint. Low block, back to the high block, and around again. And we're going to get too much work on Strom. The official says, you used your elbow to clear things out. And Logan Strom with his first personal foul, third team foul for the 6'8 All-Stater. 19-15, Norfolk still with the lead here in the Bearcats' new facility. Coster up top over to Techmeyer, playing catch on the right side of the key. Set a mini pick and roll. Back to the free throw line, Koski. Koster working against Kluver. A little bit of a mismatch there. Now they pop it out. He'll try and drive the baseline. Lost the handle. Made a nice save to Shiloh. Shiloh gets inside Strom. Switches hands and scores. Strom just lost his balance. And Shiloh for a minute didn't know what to think. And he switched hands and laid it up and in for his sixth point. 19-17. The lead is now down to two. Eisenhower into the corner to Price. Tries to take it at Clevenger and Trey. Is going to be called for the foul. He didn't expect him to try baseline and was a half-step late. First foul on Clevenger, the 15th foul here on Kearney High. Norfolk ball underneath their own hoop. McCallum to throw it in. Short corner right side to Eisenhower. He'll pull up, take the long three, and hit it. Christian Eisenhower, that's the first three even attempted in the game by Norfolk, and they knock it down, 22-17 Panthers. A lot of work on the right side of the key here. Now they'll reverse it to Koski. To Koster in front of the Norfolk bench. Spreading it out. Big battle. Robinson and Strom inside. Of course, Strom the senior. Robinson still a sophomore. So you got a little physicality difference between the two. Koster top of the circle. Back to Jake. Wants to take the baseline on Kluver. Kluver knocked it away and out of bounds. It'll stay with Carney High. Bearcats used a timeout in the first quarter. Norfolk. Has been clean so far. 4.33 to go in the half. 22-17 Norfolk. Lob up top to Shiloh Robinson and stripped from behind. He didn't know Eisenhower was there. Coast to coast Christian finishes with a left-hand layup. Steal and transition points. That's the second time that the Panthers have been able to do that. And the lead goes right back out to seven after Carney had cut it to two. Koski over to Techmeyer. Gets it down to the block, doubling Robinson. Couple of ball fakes, wants to take the shot, nowhere to go, falls down, throws it up, no good. Good defense by Strom. Rebound TJ Price, but the outlet pass. Koski steals back to Techmeyer for three, but can't get it to go. Tip try, Koster won't go. Strom gets the rebound. And then we have a whistle and a foul. Unfortunately, 
Had Coster not tried the tip, Robinson was right there for a two-hand putback. But both were hustling. And a foul called here on the Kearney Bearcats, Cannon Coster. That'll be his first. Team sixth. 24-17. Norfolk leads it by seven. They've scored the last five. Strom trapped in the backcourt. Needs some help. Spins it over there to McCallum. Makes a quick pass to Eisenhower into the front court to Price. Two on two. Takes it at Coster. Draws the contact. Charge. And that's a momentum call right there. Had the last call not went against Norfolk, they might got another block there. They've already got a block charge call that went their way. T.J. Price with his first foul. Could have almost just let it go and called a no call. Instead, the basketball will belong to Kearney High, the fourth team foul on the Panthers. You're listening to KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation, the biggest game in Class A tonight right here at Kearney. Robinson trying to get around Strom. Instead, it's out to Carson Schwartz, who just checked in. Back to Coster. To Robinson, another three. Looks good, but it hits the rim just short. And the rebound brought down by Travis Larson. I think they're trying to get Strom out of the paint, make him respect the three. Might work if he hits a couple. Now they isolate McCallum. Oh, he made a good crossover and buried the three. Lane McCallum hits the three, and now it's a 10-point lead for Norfolk. They've got eight in a row. Coster wants to go to work. Got a blocking foul. Going to be called underneath on Lane McCallum. He thought Coster shoved him down. That'll be the second on McCallum. It looks like he'll come out and Kluber's coming in. Norfolk was not happy with that one. But just because you get knocked down doesn't mean that you didn't foul. Again, 50-50. There's been a few 50-50 calls. Carney ball underneath their hoop as Kluber did come in for McCallum. Trying to set up Koski in the paint. Turns around, switches hands. The floater is good over Hagedorn, who'd been down on the bench for a long, long time. And that'll break the 8-0 run here by Norfolk. 27-19 Panthers with 2.50 to go in the first half of play. Kluber gets free. Robinson fouled him. The shot goes. Shiloh just tried to flick the ball away and got him on the wrist. And that's the second foul on Robinson. And Coach Drake Baronic knows that Robinson has to play the game, maybe all 32 minutes tonight. At the line to try and complete the three-point play is Luke Kluber. 29-19. Robinson stays in for the moment. And the sophomore Kluber takes a lot of time at the free-throw line, dribbles it a few, puts it up, and hits it. So Kluber completes the three-point play. And it's 30-19, Norfolk by 11. Down to the post, Robinson has to go reverse layup, but scores on Strom. Nice play by Shiloh to answer back. He's got eight of the Bearcats, 21, 30-21 Panthers. Two and a half to go here in the second quarter. Larson controlling the ball at the top of the circle. Travis over on the right wing to Kluber. Strom outside the arc. He's got nine of the points for Norfolk. Into the ball game, Zach James. So a little deeper bench being shown by Norfolk here in the first half. Larson, fadeaway jumper in the paint. Off balance, one-hander won't go. Robinson will pull down just his second board. Up to Carson Schwartz to the trailer. Koski, fairly alone, but decides not to drive that time on Hagedorn. Get it to Robinson in the paint again. Double down on. Got it back out to Koski. Doesn't take the shot, though. Over to Schwartz. They'll rotate it to Techmeyer. Back to Koski. 
Not even looking at the shot right now. Koster back to Koski. Trying to lob it back door, and Strom tipped it away. You can do that against 6-3. You can't do it against 6-8. Carney's fifth turnover. Fast break the other way. Kluver, skip pass left wing. Open three. Zach James, but it's no good. And the rebound brought down by Cannon Koster. That'll be his fourth. Koster looking to go coast to coast. Tries it, flips it up and in, and a foul. Might be the second on Strom. It's either Strom or Kluver, and it's Strom. Second foul on Logan Strom. Cannon Koster, who is so good one-on-one with a basketball, can cut it to six. And Strom's going to go down, and when he goes down, Robinson goes down. So both of the big men have two fouls, and this will almost be a gentleman's agreement between the coaches. Let's just keep him on the bench for the final 125, and we'll get after it in the second half. So Cannon Coster's first free throw attempt of the basketball game, trying to complete the three-point play, and he does. Six in the quarter, eight in the game for Coster. Norfolk 30, Carney 24. James with the basketball, gets it to Kluver in the backcourt, picked up by Schwartz with the Bearcat man-to-man. A minute 15 to go, first half. He gets it up to T.J. Price. Three, four-guard look actually here. Without the big guy, let's see how Norfolk handles it. Right side, Kluver steps in around Schwartz and hits a nice shot. Luke Kluver with five points, 32-24. We know what Carney can do without the big fella. And that's just get the ball to Coster. Joaquin Robinson came in for Shiloh. Free throw line coming all the way in. Koski, tough shot up and in and draws another foul. A three-point play the old-fashioned way. Opportunity for Ryan Koski. And that's what I like to see, a little more out of Koski. We were talking about one of the non-big three having a game Koski's got that opportunity. And now coming in, Straka for the Bearcats. Sam gives him a little height at 6-2. The foul was called on Norfolk's Matt Hagedorn, his first. And now at the line, Ryan Koski. He's one of two at the line. Five points. Puts it up. Six points for Koski. 32-27, Panthers. And with 50 seconds, 49 seconds to go in the half, would Norfolk consider just holding the ball? Take the lead to half. Strom's on the bench. Inbound to Larson. Zone trap pressure here. He'll throw it back over to Eisenhower. And then it's knocked away by Techmeyer. Ball fake. Let's everybody fly by and hits the layup. Jake Techmeyer, a big steal and score. 32-29, 30 seconds to go. And then, and over and back on Norfolk. They got to midcourt, dribbled it off their knee, and it went into the backcourt. Coach Siski thought it was touched. It looked like he dribbled it right off his knee. The ninth turnover for Norfolk, and Carney has an opportunity here to finish with a flurry after being down 11 at 30-19. to 19. They're on a 10-2 run. And Drake Baronic's going to take the chance of bringing Shiloh Robinson back in. Coach Siski will not counter. He'll keep Straub on the bench. Both teams are in the one-and-one. If there is a foul, 30 seconds to go. Coming up at the half, we'll talk with Kearney girls coach Jason Boyd. Tough loss tonight in overtime. Carson Schwartz will take the inbound. Bearcats looking for the last shot. Schwartz dribbles to the right wing. Bounce pass inside Coster. Backs his way in. Puts it up. Scores and a foul. A mismatch defensively for Norfolk, and they paid with the foul. And Coach Siski not happy with the last three whistles. Cannon Coster, a big second quarter can actually tie this basketball game up. 32-31, 19 seconds to go. 
Shiloh Robinson checks out. The foul on Travis Larson was his first. And now Coster a chance to complete back-to-back three-point plays here for the Bearcats. Puts the free throw up and in. We're tied at the moment. 32 all, 19 seconds to go. Still full court pressure. And Norfolk is going to be fouled, and we're going to have a one-and-one. It's gotten physical. The intensity has picked up here. And because it's a dead ball foul here, it is a one-and-one. And so at the line will be Travis Larson. He is two of four at the line. Made his first two, missed his last two. And the foul was called on Trey Clevenger, his second. So Clevenger, Koski, Robinson, all with two. And Shiloh is ready to check in, front end of the one and one good. And the game was not tied very long. In fact, no time ran off the clock. So if Kearney either gets a rebound or the free throw is good, they're going to get another chance to score here. On the floor for the Bearcats, it looks like they're going to have their original five starters after this is all said and done. Here in the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth, local people, local decisions, local ownership, Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC, the second free throw, Larson, no good. Rebound, Ryan Koski. Carney can actually take the lead into halftime if they score. Clevenger, top of the key to Robinson. Back to Trey, 10 seconds. Out to Costa, he's open. Fakes the three, back to Trey. Clevenger will fire the three. In and out, no good. Rebound brought down by Travis Larson. From half court, he'll fire it away. And it's off the heel, no good. And we are at halftime. The number three and four teams in the state have battled to a one-point halftime contest. Norfolk, 33. Carney High, 32. Here on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report is next. Community is a place that means coming together, a place where smiles are warm, where handshakes are firm. The day's work is honest. Buffalo County Farm Bureau is hometown proud. We work for farm and ranch families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm or ranch, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Visit nefb.org to learn more. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Kearney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. And welcome back to Kearney High School. As always, a big thank you to Athletic Director Mitch Stein and the crew here for their hospitality, a full house for this top five boys matchup. And at the half, it is Norfolk 33 and Kearney 32. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Earlier tonight in the girls' game, Norfolk was able to close the fourth quarter on a 9-1 run to force overtime at 29-all and win it 35-32. And Kearney coach Jason Boyd joins us here at halftime. And, Coach, I really don't have a whole lot of new questions. It's kind of the same blueprint here since beating Norfolk uh, in the holiday tournament. I know uh, the feeling could not have been very upbeat in the locker room after the game. Yeah, we were pretty frustrated, obviously. Um, 
just seems like we're on a streak of losing a lot of close games. Um, you know, this one hurt a little bit more because a lot of those games we've been losing, we, we've maybe been tied or been down one late um, and then end up losing. Uh, but tonight was a little bit tougher because we had a lead, had a lead, you know, I think we're up at least eight at some point in time in the fourth quarter. And uh, I think what, you know, what you look back on in those games, all the opportunities we had to go up more than that. I think that's what's probably frustrating uh, me and, and the team the most, I think, right now. I think the note that I put down on another 11-minute stretch without hitting a field goal for those that didn't hear the game, you outscored Norfolk in the third quarter 3 to nothing, and they were all free throws. So you go into halftime, you try to make adjustments. 0 of 16, I believe, was the number from the field in the third quarter, and they weren't necessarily bad looks. Uh, could you pinpoint anything that was different tonight? Not really. I mean, we missed, you know, some layups. <laughs> we missed some free throws down the stretch. Um, yeah, not not really anything different. I don't know. I mean, you know, the game got slowed down second half, and maybe we shouldn't have done that. We just felt like we weren't getting much in our trap in the first half. And they were turning it over some, but it was never leading to points. Um, so because we didn't feel like we were getting much out of it, we switched to a zone, kind of slowed the game down. But it's hard to go away from it when they're not. They don't score. A, at all in the third quarter you know it's working and so we stayed with it um and then you know what really where the game changed for them was just when they picked up the pressure and i think we weren't really stall. i mean there's five six minutes to go i think and uh i think we're up six or so and turn it over for a layup and we were we felt like we couldn't run clock we just felt like we couldn't against them the way they were pressuring us they were getting up they were trapping on the wing right away um they were in the passing lanes everywhere. We couldn't take free from them at all. Um, and so, you know, our stall game, we didn't run. We just said we're not having success yeah. with this. So we we tried to run some stuff to score, actually, late, even up four. And and uh, just, we were having a hard time getting anything going. And, and then you know, got the line some, but missing, missing free throws. You know, we're in the double bonus yet, which is always nice to get to. And. And then, uh, and then they hit some big shots. You know, they weren't shooting well either, obviously. It feels like, for me as a coach, <laughs> of the coach of the team that lost, it just feels like, like we missed a lot easier shots than they did throughout the game. I mean, they were missing some shots. They had some open looks too, but it just seemed like we missed a lot more layups, a lot more free throws and stuff like that. Um, they they kind of cost us the game. I thought we defended them pretty well, and, and they were missing some shots, but they were taking some tough shots too. Jason Boyd, Carney girls coach after the 35-32 overtime loss, and you already touched on one of them. Even in the close games, whether they were winner or losses for your team, the ones I've seen, usually the free throws go in down the stretch. They didn't tonight, and you turned the ball over more tonight uh, than usual, and you already touched on that a little bit uh, about their pressure. How about playing from behind, you didn't have to do that very much, but then when Norfolk got the lead in overtime, you were playing from behind with not that much time left. It kind of changed the complexion of the game here. Did you think the girls handled it okay? It didn't look like they panicked. You kept trying to get that three away in the last minute and setting screens that Norfolk was able to hang with, but did you sense anything once you did fall behind? Um, a little. I don't think we... I, I just didn't feel like we had a sense of urgency. I didn't feel like we pushed the ball up the court as much when you're down three late. You know, if you, if you drive it, push it, you sometimes get some open looks in transition. Um, I mean, they executed for the most part late. You know, when we were down, we ran some stuff. I had a timeout at the end. But when you if you use the last timeout, you know, I'm, 
I don't know if you were at our Millard West game, but I thought back to that, you know, they come out in a 3-2 zone with no one in the lane. I mean, basically just five around the perimeter is basically what they were doing in a 1-2-2. And, uh, and that makes it tough. So you call a timeout with seven seconds left, and I'm going, you're probably got nothing, you know, and, and they, who cares if you throw it inside because they know you don't have a timeout to stop the clock. So, so I just got a set going quick that we, you know, tried to get something, but they know they can play up and make a drive in that situation. So sometimes it's hard to get a good shot. I'll tell you what, their, their point guard, the Moore, I mean, she really made a lot of things happen. We had, we had some too many, I thought a little bit unforced turnovers, but she was very active too. She's long. She did a good job against the first half, especially she had a lot of steals, but even late in the game, uh, she made it tough for us. 35-32 in overtime off to Lincoln North Star tomorrow, and then next week uh, Columbus and Omaha Benson. Uh, again, uh, I keep uh, I keep uh, asking the the magic basketball gods to let that ball fall in the hoop for you guys a little bit more. So let's well, get that done before we get to districts. <laughs> I appreciate okay? it. Thank you. We'll see you next week, Coach. All right, thanks, Doug. That's the head coach, Jason Boyd. Mariah Ross did have 17 to lead the way tonight for the Bearcats, Kyla Moore and Jenna Yokum, 11 points each for Norfolk who got an offensive put back from Alex Ruth with four seconds to go. Carney did get a runner down the lane from Kelsey Clark. It was actually a pretty good look, considering they had to go the length of the court in four seconds. It just didn't go in, 35-32 in overtime. Here it's 33-32 Norfolk leading Carney in the boys' contest. We'll be back with the numbers right after this. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair, because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. Doug Duda back with you here. Let's take a quick rundown of the first half stats. For Norfolk, Christian Eisenhower, seven points. Four points for T.J. Price and a rebound. Travis Larson, 3.6 rebounds. Lane McCallum, five points, two rebounds. Luke Kluber, five points. Logan Strom, nine points, three rebounds. 33 points, 12 rebounds. Five out of eight at the free throw line. Two of three from three-point land. Nine turnovers. McCallum and Strom, each with two fouls. For Carney, Jake Techmeyer, seven points. Ryan Kosky, six points, two rebounds. Shiloh Robinson, eight points, two rebounds. Cannon Coster, 11 points, four rebounds, and one block. 32 points, eight rebounds. Four out of five at the free throw line. Two of eight from three-point land. One block, five turnovers. Clevenger, Kosky, and Robinson all with two fouls. And at the half, it's Norfolk, 33, and Carney. 32. This has been the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report on ESPN Radio. Your trash is our treasure. Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. 
Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Insurance. (laughs) Doug Duda back with you here at the home of the Bearcats. 16 minutes to go in regulation. An entertaining first half. Norfolk had an 11-point lead at 30-19, but the Bearcats able to tie it at 32 with a 13-2 run, and then Norfolk got a free throw in the last 20 seconds to take the lead here at halftime, 33-32, and Norfolk will get the ball to start the third quarter. Our seats to success are brought to you by your Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about what to do with seeds and top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. We'll break it down for you here after this possession. Driving inside, Hagedorn takes the shot. Hadn't done anything in the first half and immediately takes it in and scores. 35-32. Obviously, Robinson has to stay out of foul trouble and on the floor for Carney High. Nobody else can match up against Strom like he can. That's the key. Both him and Strom have two fouls. If one of them gets in trouble, that'll be big in this basketball game. And for Norfolk, it seemed it was easy to build the 11-point lead. Can they do it again as Koski drives? Missed it, got his own rebound, throws it up over Strom and scored. Boy, that was a tough, tough putback by Ryan Koski. Said it in the first half. I think he's still the man here that could make the difference in today's basketball game. And Strom did not want to commit the personal foul there. And he played good defense. Now Strom at the other end. Backs into Robinson, takes an extra step. Knocked away from behind by Koster. And then a trip and a foul. Techmeyer grabbed the ball, hit the ground hard. He didn't even see anybody coming, and the feet got tangled up. That was really an unfortunate foul on Norfolk as the ball got deflected away, and they'll wipe the floor up. But 10 turnovers, Norfolk, half as many for Carney at five, and you feel that the Bearcats probably still need that. Norfolk better looking in the first half than Carney, and if Carney can hit a couple of threes, maybe that helps change that 35-34 Norfolk. The foul, by the way, was on Lane McCallum, and that is his third. Bearcat basketball, pick and roll into Shiloh. He got Strom in the air, and there's number three. And Drake Moronic just vertical about 33 inches in the air. Logan Strom with his third foul. And now Coach Siski talking to his assistants. What do they do? 6.45 to go in the third. Shiloh will go to the line to shoot his first two free throws of the game. First one is up. It's good. Boy, Shiloh had really ball faked him a lot in the first half. Not a lot of times did he have the ball, but when he got the ball, Strom has been great keeping his feet, but not that time. He was going to tomahawk volleyball chop that one down. Second free throw, no good, and Strom will rip down the rebound with a little bit of anger in his system. They keep him in, and it's 35 all here on ESPN Radio. Trapping up top, Travis Larson. Strom has to come out and take it. Now he's one-on-one with Techmeyer, but isn't going to take him off the dribble. If he stays on him, now they switch back. Coster's actually on Strom. They've got to get it to Logan. They've got to get it to him. Now Shiloh's back on him. They get it to him. Deep right block. Leans in. Shot blocked. Foul called. Who's this on? Boy, Koski must have put a hand on the body because he blocked that shot all the way down around his hip. And now Koski gets his third foul. Carney has just four players that have scored, but 11 for Coster, 9 for Robinson, 8 for Koski, 7 for Techmeyer, and Logan Strom to shoot two. First one good. 
Seven of his ten points in the first quarter. Norfolk regains the lead, 36-35. Kluver getting a little playing time tonight. McCallum with that third foul goes back to the bench. Second free throw for Strom. Hit the front of the rim, no good. Rebound brought down by Ryan Koski, who stays in with the three fouls. He'll get it to Techmeyer. 36-35, Panthers off the screen. Robinson runs into Strom and makes the shot. They were trying to get the fourth one, and Shiloh somehow threw it up over the top of him and scores. 37-36, the Bearcats have the lead for the first time since the first quarter. At the other end, Norfolk walks with a basketball. Christian Eisenhower tried to spin into the lane and lost his balance. Turnover number 11 for the Panthers. So Norfolk really hasn't been able to get a lot going here in the third quarter. A flow like they had in the first half. They always seem to be in flow. Even if they turned it over, it was in flow. They had about three or four unforced turnovers as well. Coster up top. Over the right wing to Clevenger. Back to Cannon. About every pass they get a foot closer. Now they switch it over to Koski. Guarded by Hagedorn. Takes it into the paint. Back to Cannon. Thought about the three. Now hands it off to Clevenger. A deliberate possession here for the Bearcats. Techmeyer off the curl screen, gets it over to Coster. Ball fake, wants to go in on Kluver. Kluver poked it away, and the steal is made by Eisenhower. He'll bring it up to Larson, who lays it up and in. A lot of transition buckets, a lot of layups in the game here for Norfolk. They're up 38-37, and now mad about the last one, trying to go coast-to-coast. Techmeyer turns it over again, and another layup. Christian Eisenhower will lay it up and in. Back-to-back layups off back-to-back turnovers by the Bearcats. 40-37, Norfolk, 4.50 to go here in the third quarter. Techmeyer gets the high ball screen from Robinson. Back to the top of the circle, Coster. Starts to drive at Strom. Little leaner, spun out, no good. And Strom holds his ground and gets his fifth rebound. The officials know who has how many fouls. At the other end, a walk or a block. No, a block. Will they count the bucket? I think they are. That was a... Off-looking play there, and they will count the bucket. Matt Hagedorn took the big step right, big step left. Looked like a moose trying to go in there and lay that one up, but he did. And it's six straight for Norfolk. And that is the fourth foul on Ryan Koski, and he has to check out. Big call there against the Cats. Free throw good by McCallum. Excuse me, Hagedorn, and that'll make it 43-37. Five and a quarter for Hagedorn. On the right wing with it is Schwartz. He had to check in, so Schwartz and Clevenger on the floor. Trey looking inside. Robinson working. Strom again working to Coster. Try to lob it inside, and Strom steps in front and makes the steal. Norfolk's got something going here with 4-10 to go in the third quarter. Travis Larson with a basketball all the way at midcourt. Bounce pass, high post. Techmeyer saw it coming. Techmeyer knocked it away. Techmeyer is able to save the ball. They get it to Coster in the paint. Off-balance jumper, no good. Rebound loose on the floor. And coming out of there with it, Eisenhower. He's got numbers right down the floor. The floater, no good. Rebound comes down to Shiloh Robinson. Up the floor, one-on-one. Coster takes it at Strom, and he'll lay it up over the top and score. 13 points for Cannon Coster. 43-39, Norfolk. It was 33-32 at the half. Top of the circle with it is Larson. Underneath again, making room is Strom. Bounces off of Robinson and scores. They're letting him play a little bit more here. Whoever they call the next foul on, their coach will go 
ballistic, 45-39. Schwartz with it up top. So Carney had the lead at 37-36, another 9-2 run. Norfolk's had more mini runs in this game. Carney had kind of the big one at 12-2 to get back in it. Three minutes to go here in the third. Schwartz with it. Bounce pass to Robinson. Back to Carson for three. In and out. No good. Bearcats struggling from the outside tonight. Eisenhower will grab the rebound and let everybody head up the floor, and he'll bring it up against Schwartz. And all of a sudden, they're thinking double-digit lead again. Up by six. Eisenhower will hand it off on the right side of the key to Larson. Strom comes out top to take the basketball. Robinson follows him. Logan puts it on the floor. Good pass underneath, but it went through Clover's hands and out of bounds. Again, you don't expect the big guy to put the ball on the floor and attack the basket, which he did. That'll be the fourth turnover of the quarter on the Panthers. Carney needs to take advantage here. Difference in the turnovers, most of Carney's ends up in layups in transition. A lot of Norfolk's are just like that. It goes out of bounds. Schwartz up the floor. Guarded by T.J. Price, who's in to Robinson, top of the circle. He's going to dribble into the paint, try to work with a one-hand jumper. Good over Strom. Robinson with five in the quarter, 13 in the game. 45-41, Norfolk, 2.05 to go in the third. Biggest lead of the game for Carney, two points. For Norfolk, 11. Kluber will dribble some time out at midcourt. Get the offense set here, right wing to Larson. Down low to Kluber, and his double clutch up and in on a nice assist from Strom. Luke Kluver now with seven points. And Strom has really been good on the assist to Luke Kluver. It didn't work last time. This time it did. Clevenger off the screen. Gives it back to Coster. He'll try the three, but it's too strong. And the rebound brought down by Travis Larson, his seventh of the game. Six-point lead. Bounce pass to Kluver. Down the baseline. He couldn't grab it. And then he ran over Techmeyer. And they're going to call the foul on Luke Kluver. Luke's saying, couldn't you just call the ball out of bounds? That'll be the first foul on Luke. Third team foul. And the Bearcats get the ball back, but they're playing between four and six. They don't want to get down eight or nine points here. With 90 seconds to go in the third, Strom is going to sit down. So he played five minutes of this quarter with three fouls and did a great job. Carson Schwartz will bring the ball up the floor. Bearcats need a bucket here. Again, he's out. That means Hagedorn's on Robinson. Coster and Robinson should be a two-man show here. Up top to Clevenger, to Cannon Coster, over to Schwartz. They sag on Robinson. He's trying to push off. Better be careful. So far, a good job sagging on him. Rotated over to Clevenger. Schwartz up top. Skip pass over to Clevenger. Nobody's driving. Schwartz is going to take a three and hit it. Carson Schwartz with his first big bucket of the ball game. 47-44, 47-44, Norfolk, 55 seconds remaining here in the third quarter of play. Larson, bounce pass on the wing to Lane McCallum. Guarded by Schwartz, and he'll bring it out. And I think Norfolk is going to milk the clock. They want to shorten the game, get Strom back on the floor here in the fourth quarter. Carney will come out and defend. So they have to play keep away. T.J. Price back out to midcourt, the pass to McCallum. 30 seconds to go. Pass tipped by Schwartz. Ball loose, but Larson grabbed it. Larson bounce pass over to Kluver. Back up top. They know how to execute this four-corner. Now Carney has to make sure and not allow a Norfolk bucket here. We're down to 12 seconds at midcourt with it. Travis Larson. He looks at Coach Siski, and we go with nine. Larson on the left wing gets it to Hagedorn. Into the corner to McCallum. 
He'll pull up for a three-pointer. It is no good. Rebound Coster from three-quarter court, and it's well short. And that is the end of the third quarter of play. It's going to come down to the final eight minutes. Your score, Norfolk 47, Kearney 44, here on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Listen, college should introduce you to new ideas. It should open your mind to a world of possibilities. You can get access to real-world opportunities at Hastings College, where the world and you align. Find us at Hastings.edu. PlatteRiverPreps.com is your source for high school sports results and updates seven days a week, covering over 70 teams across central Nebraska. Whether you're a high school athlete, a proud parent, or a sports fan, you'll stay on top of your teams at PlatteRiverPreps.com. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Back at the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Somebody's 12-game winning streak comes to an end, and it could be in about eight minutes of game time. Norfolk, 47. Kearney, 44. The Bearcats will get the ball to start the fourth quarter. Coster and Robinson with 13. Koski, 8, but has four fouls. Techmeyer with 7. Strom has a dozen for Norfolk. Eisenhower with 9. 7 for Kluver. 5 for Larson, McCallum, and Hagedorn. Strom and McCallum each have three fouls. Turnovers last quarter. Carney 3 for a total of 8. And for Norfolk, 4 last quarter for a total of 13. Free throw shooting in the game. 5 of 7 for Carney. 7 of 11 for Norfolk, 3-point shooting, 2 of 4 for the Panthers, 3 of 11 for Kearney. Officials were checking to see maybe about some blood on a uniform, but it looks like we're ready to go. And the Bearcats have the ball, down by 3 into Techmeyer over to Coster. Norfolk's going to play zone this first possession of the fourth quarter. Techmeyer up top to Schwartz. He's in there for Koski with the four fouls, back to Trey. Robinson is down on the post with Strom on him. Schwartz picks his dribble up. Get the ball back out to Clevenger. Carney very slow against this zone right now. Somebody's just going to pull up and shoot at three. Techmeyer, high post Coster, back to Jake. Didn't take it. Over to Schwartz. Long possession here. That's already 45 seconds to start the third quarter, fourth quarter. Pull it back out. Coach Baronic, just a subtle little change here. Over to the left wing, Coster. Just put it in his hands. He'll shoot the three, and it's no good. All that for a three-pointer that did not go, and Travis Larson has his eighth rebound. So give credit to Norfolk. Good zone defense, and Carney just finally pulled the trigger. Larson with it out at center court. Gives it over on the left wing to Lane McCallum. McCallum one-on-one against Clevenger. Dribbles to the top of the circle. Full house here at Kearney High. Gives it to Larson. On the switch, he'll give it over on the left wing to McCallum. This quarter might only take eight minutes. The clock has continuously ran since they've thrown it in. 6.30 to go. Kluber starts the fourth quarter. He has it on the right wing. Now they get it to Strom. Runs over Schwartz. Charge! Number four. He knew that he lost Robinson, and when he turned, he was already too late. He was committed. And Carson Schwartz... 
knocks the cobwebs out of the noggin. And Logan Strom is on the bench with his fourth personal foul. The 6'8 senior and leading scorer will check out with 6.25 to go. Now Carney has to do something with it. They really haven't when he's been on the bench. So we are a minute 45 into the fourth quarter. Nobody's changed the score. Off the high screen and roll, they'll go back out to Coster. They clear the lane and go to Clevenger. Trey for three, no good. Rebound brought down by T.J. Price. And I don't question it very often, but I don't understand when you put the big guy on the floor, Shiloh never touches the ball. At the other end, the ball knocked out of bounds by Robinson as they tried to scoop it inside to T.J. Price. But Shiloh has not touched the ball with Strom on the floor that final minute 30 of the quarter. And then on that possession, Carney shoots a three. Loomis Pleasanton playing right now on Classic Hits 98-9. Loomis won the girls' game. We'll talk more about everything at the end of the game in the New West Postgame Show. Hagedorn gets underneath on Coster. He made a nice spin move but couldn't finish. Coster will grab the rebound, his sixth. Cannon leaves it off in the right corner for Techmeyer. Drives into the paint. Left-hand scoop is good. First bucket of the second half for Jake Techmeyer. First points of the fourth quarter. 5.35 to go in the game. Norfolk 47, Carney 46. Larson out top to Kluver. Ball screen. They have to switch. Coster's on Kluver. Takes him to the rack. Spins right back into Clevenger and clears it back out top to Lane McCallum against the Carney High man-to-man. Clear the lane out a little bit. McCallum starts to drive. Good defense again by the Bearcats. Forces the pass back out top. Trying to post up Larson over here on Schwartz. Skip pass to Hagedorn into the corner. Price, ball fake three, drives, got fouled. Got tripped up, hit the ground really pretty hard here. And they're going to say no shot. Trey Clevenger, his third personal foul, just the third team foul of the half. So Carney does have some fouls to play with here over the final five minutes. And Koski is back in with those four fouls for Carney High. And TJ Price back in, or excuse me, Eisenhower back in. For Norfolk, who will take it out right in front of the Rowdies. Dump it into the right-hand corner. Eisenhower back out top Larson. Top of the key, McCallum. Turned his ankle there a little bit and had to go run down the basketball. Trying to isolate Schwartz one-on-one. Takes him left side of the key, up and under, and drew the foul, but the ball rolls off the rim no good. Schwartz, pretty good defense, but he's going to be called for his first personal foul. Fourteen foul. And two free throws coming up for the Panthers and Lane McCallum. These will be his first charity shots. Five points, including a three, back in the first half. Free throw up, and it is bouncing off the rim. Won't go. 47-46 Norfolk, 4.50 to go in the game. Number three, Norfolk. Number four, Carney. In the girls' game, Norfolk rallied to win an overtime. Here, both free throws are no good. Shadow Robinson. And it was 35-32 in overtime. Loomis boys lead Pleasanton 41-31 at the end of three. On Classic Hits 98-9, Loomis rallied to win the girls game there. Carson Schwartz up top over to Koski. Bearcats can take the lead with a bucket. Again, they look at Robinson, but don't get it to him. Now they do, but he's about 10 feet away. Couple of dribbles in the paint. Got bumped, puts it up and in. And Carney has the lead. Shiloh Robinson. They finally got him the ball, and he scored the first time he touched it. 15 points. 48-47. Now Norfolk. How long will Strom stay on a bench for Siski? Coach Siski. Full house standing around the rails up here on the track. It'll be Eisenhower. Up top, Larson. Open three straight away. Good. 
They don't shoot it often, but they're nailing them. Three of five from downtown. Larson has eight. And those are the first points of the fourth quarter. It took half the quarter for Norfolk to score, and they still lead 50-48, to 48, and Carney throws it away. Bounce pass bounces off of Shiloh Robinson's leg. They were just simply too close together for that bounce pass. And this is the way it's been when Carney catches up, takes the lead by a point. Then Norfolk turns it right around, and we've got a timeout on the floor by the Bearcats. With 3.49 to go in the ball game. it is Norfolk 50. Carney 48 this time out brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences. Fun and innovative new meal options and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Carney. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. With our producer engineer, Billy Thompson, I'm Doug Duda back with you here on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation. Loomis beating the Pleasanton boys tonight, 64-42, to sweep that doubleheader. Here, Norfolk is trying to sweep the doubleheader on the road against the Kearney Bearcats. The Panthers have the ball in a 50-48 lead with 3.49 to go, and Kearney's going to put on full-court pressure here out of the timeout. Bearcats three timeouts, and Norfolk still has them all. Norfolk does a good job of getting it in and kind of breaking things down, so they'll clear out and let McCallum ring the ball up the floor. They'll try and trap, throw it over the two defenders into the right-hand corner, skip pass to Larson. Norfolk doing a good job of moving the ball here. They just didn't want to shoot the three. Three and a half to go, and they'll get it to midcourt to Larson. Carney comes back to the man-to-man. They are really clearing it out for Strom. He's leaning on Robinson. Everybody else around the arc, and it is just Strom and Robinson inside. They get it to Strom on the right elbow. Turns around, free throw line. Takes one dribble, takes two steps. Robinson knocks it away. Off of Strom, out of bound. Carney ball. Shiloh held his ground. And Norfolk turns it over for the first time here in the fourth quarter. Now this is going to probably turn into a possession-by-possession game with all the timeouts. You can do that. Call timeouts, set up a play. It's a one-possession game right now. Lengthen it. Take long possessions. Techmeyer with it, a chance to tie or take the lead with a three. Carney's only made three threes in the game. Coster's been quiet in the second half with just two points. He's got it at the top of the circle. Hands off Techmeyer. Spin move in the lane. Working on Larson. Had to force it. No good. Got his own rebound. Puts it up. Got it blocked, but a foul. T.J. Price blocked the shot, but I don't think that's where the foul was. And Techmeyer goes to the line. Well, maybe it is. Let's find out. Ooh. The home cooking for the Bearcats. Techmeyer did a good job to get the rebound. And Techmeyer will go to the line to shoot two, his first free throws of the game. First one up. Good. Has a chance to tie it. 50-49. to 
There's no doubt Carney thought that Norfolk got a few calls in the GNAC championship. Second free throw now for Techmeyer and for the tie. Good. 50-50. And it's a 50-50 chance. Who's going to win the game? We're all tied with 247 remaining in a ball game. Norfolk with the basketball. McCallum with it. Coach Siski with all the timeouts against the man-to-man. Carney trying to play him tight to Larson. Right back over to McCallum on the right side of the key. It's what the packed house wanted to see. A great game. Strom underneath. Old school first quarter play. Layup. Timeout. Christian Eisenhower. They went back to the plays that they were scoring layups on. And how many assists does Logan Strom have to go with his 12 points? I'll bet that's five in the ball game. 226. To go in the game, Carney Ball, Norfolk lead, 52-50. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. Don't forget, sub-district girls basketball action begins next week. On Classic Hits 98-9, Kearney Catholic, Holdridge, Gibbon will be playing on Tuesday, and then Adam Central, or Adam Central, Gibbon winner will play Tuesday. Holdridge, Minden, Kearney Catholic will also be there. Back to action, Coster off the screen, has open at the free throw line, and that's the easiest shot he's had all night. Cannon, Coster ties the ball game again. 52 all, pressure in the backcourt. Price is trapped, steps through, timeout, Norfolk. Norfolk calls the timeout to save the possession with 2.10 remaining in the ballgame. We are tied at 52. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC, 2.10 to go in the game. Norfolk has the ball tied at 52 here on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation. Doug Duda with you from Kearney High. The Bearcats will play tomorrow at Lincoln North Star. And the North Star boys and girls uh, struggling a little bit. North Star girls haven't won a game, and the boys are 2-17. and 17. So you can chalk those up, you would think, tomorrow. And then it's off to Columbus. That'll be tough. Kearney High will be playing the final games in the Columbus gym. Last year, Columbus played the final games in the Kearney High gym. They return the favor as Columbus gets a new gym next year and then back here a week from Saturday against Omaha Benson here on ESPN. Inbounds pass, ball stolen away. Carney. they wanted a timeout, didn't get it. Now Koster goes in, Norfolk's flat-footed and scores. Carney has the lead. Koski with an outstanding steal. And now on the inbounds, looks like the ball got away. So they stopped the clock. Boy, that was so quick. Koski slid, made the steal. Carney went for the timeout, but he was able to save it to Koster. Full court pressure into Larson. And on an inbounds, we got a foul on Carney. Carson Schwartz must have grabbed his man. That'll be the second on Schwartz, the fifth team foul. The team fouls are even at five, but Carney now leads it 54 to 52. Ten points in the quarter for Carney High. Only five for Norfolk. And Carney clears it out to let Christian Eisenhower bring it up. 
Eisenhower off the high screen, going to bring it all the way. Right side, got fouled, threw it up and in. So now Norfolk gets a call and a chance to take the lead. The blocking foul on Schwartz again. So Norfolk feels like they've got a mismatch. In there for just a moment with Sam Straka. He's out and Koski is back in. And Christian Eisenhower, who averages nine points a game, has 13 and he's going for 14 right here. And a Norfolk lead. It's up. It's no good. Boy, nobody moved. They thought there was another free throw. Koski got the rebound. He was the only one that knew it. Lucky for Carney. Koski with a basketball now. Tied at 54. We come down to the final minute, 40. Holding the basketball is Ryan Koski. That's no problem. Norfolk mans up most of the time anyway. Schwartz with it between the circles. Gets a high screen from Robinson. Top of the key, Shiloh. Glad he did not shoot the three. He did a couple in the first half when he was open. Minute 15 to go. What do the Bearcats want to run here? Looking for Koster. Instead, Koski's open. They let him go, and he scores. Strom didn't want to commit his fifth foul, so he got out of the way, and Ryan Koski just out of nowhere attacks, and he's got 10 points. He's been the man tonight. 56-54. Carney, 55 seconds to go. Up front, Koski is all over Christian Eisenhower, then comes loose. The fans getting into it. 45 seconds to go. Carney by two. They've never led by more than two. Strom, he wants the ball. Really calling for the ball against Robinson. McCallum, pull up three. It's off the rim. No good. Out of bounds. And it will be Norfolk ball. It looked like it went off Larson. Norfolk will keep it. 34 seconds to go. Surprised that Norfolk isn't using one of their three remaining timeouts. They're going to bring Sam Strzok in for a little more height here. 34 seconds to go. Norfolk ball underneath their own hoop. McCallum to throw it in up top to Luke Kluber. Down by two. And now the timeout. With 29 seconds remaining. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Your score, Carney 56. Norfolk 54 here on ESPN Radio. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. You won't notice your drain system is close to failing until it's too late. Warranty drain cleaning and plumbing can make sure this doesn't happen to you. Have your septic system maintained, pumped, and serviced so your system won't fail when your plans include a house full of guests for the family reunion. Ask Warranty about their pipe inspection and hydrojet service, which cleans all types of drains from the inside out. Ensure smooth sailing for your pipes and drains with an appointment with Warranty Drain Cleaning and Plumbing of Carney. Well, Norfolk took a three down one. Ball went out of bounds off Carney. What will they do here? 29 seconds remain. Carney 56, Norfolk 54. Norfolk will inbound it in front of their own bench with Lane McCallum. And into the backcourt it goes. Travis Larson. Larson will bring it up with a left-hand dribble guarded by Straka. 
Coming up top, McCallum looking for the ball. They get it to him with 20 seconds. Right wing, they'll get it to Hagedorn. Want to get it to Strom. Into him. Strom got it turned, got fouled, got mugged. He'll go to the line. Little push off after the foul. And a one and one coming up for Strom. He does not want to be even or behind tonight on Shiloh Robinson. And that'll be the third on Shiloh. The official had to step in. Logan Strom is two of three at the line. 12 points. 15 seconds to go. Front end of the one. Oh, they gave it a two shot. He missed it. They gave him two shots, which is okay. I just thought it was a one and one. So Carney has to make sure to box out. And with Strom at the free throw line, it should be a little easier. Down low is McCallum and Hagedorn against Coster and Robinson. Second free throw for Strom. On the way and got that one and now a substitution. Carney, 56. And Norfolk, 55. And with the timeout, we're going to get a timeout called here by Norfolk. And that will leave them with one timeout remaining. That way they can set up their full court defense. With 15 seconds to go, Carney has the ball and a 56-55 lead over Norfolk. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Young disputed Midwest yield leader. And welcome back to high school basketball here at Kearney High. 15 seconds remaining in regulation. The Bearcats 56, the Norfolk Panthers 55. Kearney with the ball after Logan Strom made one of two free throws. Jake Techmeyer to throw it in against full court pressure. Norfolk will not guard the inbounds pass. Techmeyer looking, gets it into Coster. That's where they want it. Now they double him, try to tie it up. And as he steps through, the foul is called. McCallum got him on the arm. That'll be his fourth. But again, they had a foul to give. 11.8 to go. So now you can't force the 10-second call. If you don't steal it, you do need to get the immediate foul. They would love to get it to Coster again. Techmeyer to throw it in. They get it to Schwartz. Schwartz trapped. Now they try to tie him up. We are going to get a foul. A jump ball would have gone to Norfolk. Nine seconds to go. It is a one-and-one. And it is up to Carson Schwartz to head to the line and try and get it done. For Schwartz on the season, he is an 83% free throw shooter, 20 out of 24. The second foul on Travis Larson. So here we go for Carson Schwartz. One bucket in the ball game. 56-55 Carney, front end of the one and one, good. 57, 55. Norfolk still has a timeout. Carney has three. They might even use one if he makes it to get their defense set. Nine seconds to go, Carney by two. Second free throw. No good. Rebound brought down to Strom. A two ties, a three wins. 
They'll hustle it into the front court. They're going to play it out. Larson with a basketball, hands it off to McCallum. A forced three, no good! The Bearcats have won a school record, 13 straight. 57-55 over the Norfolk Panthers. A game where the Bearcats never led by more than two. Carney improves to 16-4. Norfolk has their 12-game winning streak snap, 16-3. Bearcats. 57, Panthers 55, and we'll be back with the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show right after this on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation, KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, and the World Wide Web, PlatteRiverPreps.com. This is Mike Allison with Nebraska Land National Bank. Confidence in your bank has never been more important than today. Here at Nebraska Land National Bank, you can take solace knowing that we will always do the right thing to be fair with our customers. We work with our customers to tailor services to meet their individual needs and always have their best interests at heart. It's been a cornerstone of our culture from the beginning. We thank our customers and community for your ongoing confidence in us. Nebraska Land National Bank. Member FDIC. I can't get this darn radio to tune into the game. You know, Dad, you can just listen to the game on the computer at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Yeah, and I'm sure they want my credit card to pay per minute for something I could get for free if I could just get this radio to work. Actually, thanks to Barney Insurance, they stream free online. You can even download a podcast shortly after the game wraps up. Sounds easy enough. What was the web address again? PlatteRiverPreps.com. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. And welcome back to a joyous Kearney High School where it is time for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show, certified and fellowship trained physicians, providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Everyone held their breath as Lane McCallum had a top-of-the-key, well-guarded three-pointer that bounced off the heel and caught a little bit of the glass but did not go in as Carney High is able to rally in the fourth quarter, outscoring Norfolk 12 to 8 to win it 57 to, excuse me, not 12 to 8, 13 to 8, to win it 57 to 55. We'll have all the numbers, a chat with head coach Drake Baronic, scores from around the area, plenty to get to, and it's all coming up here on ESPN Radio. Earlier tonight in the girls' game, It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. 
Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences. Fun and innovative new meal options and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Kearney. Well, with all the folks traveling through the new Kearney High, we got the power unplugged, but we are back with you and uh, ready to tell you that uh, Kearney High winning the ball game by a score of 57 to uh, 55. I want to tell you about the Care moment of the game brought to you by Care Hospice. Caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York. Serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond, call Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. Talked about it in the pregame, talked about it at halftime, and it came true. Ryan Koski steps up, makes a huge steal and dish, kind of caught Norfolk flat-footed. They thought either the ball was out of bounds or that there had been a timeout call. He was able to scoop it off for a layup for Cannon Coster, and that gave Carney their first lead of the second half, and Carney never trailed again. Koski with the steal, later on with the score, and two big plays by Ryan Koski in the fourth quarter, helping Kearney High win it tonight, 57-55. to 55. We'll be back and look at the numbers right after this timeout on the New West postgame show. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st on the bricks downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Back of the new US post game show. Let's take a look now at the final numbers. First off for Norfolk, Christian Eisenhower, 13 points tied for the team high, two rebounds. TJ Price, four points, two rebounds. Travis Larson, eight points and a team high, eight rebounds. Lane McCallum, five points, two rebounds. Luke Kluver, seven points. Matt Hagedorn, five points. And Logan Strom, 13 points, six rebounds. 55 points, 20 rebounds, big number, 8 of 16 at the free throw line, including only 1 of 5 in the fourth quarter for Norfolk. Three-point shooting, 3 of 7, and 15 turnovers. Norfolk now 16-3 and three after the 12-game winning streak snap. They'll return home to have a big test with Lincoln East tomorrow. Nothing left easy for Norfolk, East, Northeast, and at Omaha Central. We'll look at the numbers for Carney High here in just a moment, but first let's turn it over to the head coach, Drake Moronic, and Coach, you didn't lead very long, but you led when it mattered. Congratulations on a win that the fans uh, came out to see here tonight. Oh, man, you talk about electric atmosphere right there. Um, our guys really stepped up. Our crowd really stepped up and uh, helped us get a W. And that was, uh, 
you know, probably the, the coolest game I've been a part of as a coach for sure. And uh, just a credit to our community for coming out and supporting these guys. And uh, that's why you put all the work um, for games like these. Top five matchup with a great team and a great program in Norfolk. And, uh, you know, it makes all the hard work and the running and the, the mornings and everything worth it for these guys. So just super proud of our team. Officials can make 50-50 calls. I'm not even bringing up the official thing. But Logan Strom and Shiloh Robinson both got their second foul. I think the coaches had a gentleman's agreement. Let's just keep them on the bench until the third quarter. You brought Shiloh in for one play there. But then Strom picked up the third and picked up the fourth, and Shiloh did not. Uh, Just talk about that battle. You know, I think uh, it's just a testament to our guys, and we talked about every team that beats Norfolk gets Strom in foul trouble. And we got to be smart basketball players and try to find ways to get them in foul trouble, whether that's boxing out, whether that's taking charges, whether that's going at him with Shiloh Robinson. Um, and Shiloh answered the, be- answered the bell tonight and uh, just looked smooth as silk around the rim. Um, and, uh, you know, I thought we stood in on a few other charges on him and, um, you know, some over the backs or whatever. But uh, our guys just kept fighting and kept battling. And then that's also a testament to Shiloh Robinson and the growth that he's had this year. Um, he's got two fouls in previous games. And uh, then he gets his third, and then he gets his fourth. And for him to be able to play smart against a great player like Logan Strom and not get his third and fourth foul just shows the maturity of him and uh, just super proud of the way he responded. The officials always catch a lot of crap. I'll say I think they realized the situation, and they knew what was going on with the posts. So they might have touched each other a couple times. But There's some they banging they going on for sure. They weren't trying to foul. I've said it before. I said it when you played. Yeah. I said it when you started coaching. I've said this mantra a long time. You get to big games. Your big guys have to play the way they play. Shiloh did what he was supposed to do. Cannon did what he was supposed to do. Jake did what he was supposed to do. Four, five, six, seven. Somebody's got to step up, whether it's scoring or whatever the case may be. And Ryan Koski did that tonight. Got He's the guy in foul trouble, but yep. in the first half did some things. Gets the big steal. Gets a big bucket. I mean, he, he was the man that... Uh, came from the depths here tonight he just coaches on the floor man even when he's coming out of the bent, out of the game with four fouls he is over there and talking guys through things and just the leadership that he's shown this year for us and uh, his understanding for what we want to do um talk about going to getting a, a layup late and having the confidence to go do that that's a layup that he missed the first time against norfolk at their place and uh, so just to see the growth and maturity from him has been awesome um and then i think you know carson smoked a big time three and uh, we probably didn't shoot as good as we have in the last couple games, but to not have to rely on making shots and still winning basketball games is huge. How many did they have to start the fourth quarter? Or fourth quarter? Did they have, uh, we thought maybe they had uh, three point points. Shooting? No, 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 oh, points. Points, you were down 47-44. Okay, so we held them to eight points. Yep. Is that right? Eight, yep. seven, I them 13 to eight. Yeah, so to be able to hold a team like that to eight points in the closing quarters when the game's on the line, is uh, just huge. And I think um, that's probably what I was most uh, disappointed in the first half was how they're just getting biased and guys like you know, Kluver and guys that shouldn't be beating us are beating us. And uh, so, um, you know, we made some adjustments. Our guys made some adjustments. I think they just took some ownership and guarded one-on-one. Down 11, you talk about it. And fairly quickly, you got things tied up. How important was that so that you're not down 10 at half and it's you're only down one. I tell you what, all we got to do is, hey, let's get our run here. Let's go get ours. And uh, you know Norfolk's going to have a couple in them. And uh, up at their place, I think that's what kind of happened. Um, we weren't quite as a together team, and uh, we didn't have this kind of mindset and this purpose. And uh, when that happens and you're just playing for nothing and somebody knocks you in the mouth, um, a lot of times you say, okay, 
We'll just take it. And this time they knock us in the mouth, and then here we come roaring back. And the best part about it is they show toughness because there's three and ones in a row. And and ones means toughness. So our guys are figuring that out. And, uh, you know, just to be able to get it closed at half and have something positive to talk about at halftime is so huge. And, uh, of course, they go on a little run, start the uh, second half. And, again, our guys answer. And that's basketball. It's just answering runs, keeping yourself close, and being able to make some plays late like we did. If you take care of business, this is the kind of win that keeps you at home for the districts. I know that's what you were uh, stressing here. Yep. Uh, with three games to go, North Star, Columbus is going to be tough, and then uh, the final regular season home game against Benson. But real quickly, we'll let you go here. Yeah. How big is this win for what you're trying to do with the program? Well, for our program, it's a huge win. And uh, to see our guys have the confidence to step up in big games and be confident in big games against a great team like Norfolk is just it's a, it's a step in the right direction. And uh, the best part is, is our fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth graders see that, see this atmosphere. And now when they come to camp or when they come into the gym, uh, there's purpose. This is what we're playing for. We're playing for that environment. And uh, so it's always hard to break the mold. That first group, it, it takes a tough group. We did a little bit last year. And, uh, you know, we just got to keep breaking down that door, breaking down that door to where we get a tradition set. And then, uh, you know, hopefully it kind of feeds itself with, with the buy-in from the youth kids. So, as far as a program-wide, this this win was a big-time win. And just for these guys, it's a huge win. I mean, what a great experience for these guys to be able to go out there in front of a packed house and go down the very last second like that and come out on top. So. All right, go talk to the rest of the folks and enjoy this one, Drake. Congratulations. Yep, thanks a lot. We're getting kicked out of here. <laughs> yeah, getting ready for wrestling tomorrow. There's a lot of things that they're hosting, so no doubt about it. Drake Moronic, head coach of the Kearney Bearcats. Let's go ahead and take a look at their final numbers in the basketball games. Five players scoring in the contest tonight. Jake Techmeyer, 11 points, one rebound. Ryan Koski, 10 points, five rebounds. Carson Schwartz, four points, 15 points, four rebounds, and a block for Shadow Robinson and Cannon Coster. Big second quarter. He was big in that comeback run when Carney High was down 11. He was big as he was able to score nine of his 17 points in the second quarter. He finished with a team-high six rebounds. 57 points, 16 rebounds, 8 out of 11 at the free throw line, 3 of 13 from three-point land, two blocks, nine turnovers, and Carney continues to add to their school record winning streak. That's 13 in a row. The Bearcats are now 16-4 and four with a 57-55 win over Norfolk. We'll be back and wrap things up at Carney High right after this timeout. Looking to protect your seed investment and grow your ROI? At Aurora Cooperative, we have been searching for the right combination of products that do just that. Through Aurora Acre Grow Programs, we have selected three sets of unique product combinations to help protect your seed investment while growing your overall profitability. To learn more about each program and to see which one is the right fit for you and your acres, be sure to contact your Aurora Cooperative sales agronomist about this exciting new opportunity. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work for your farm, your cooperative, and your future. The Midwinter Cabin Fever Reliever is here. The 10th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic, February 11th, with eight hand-picked quality high school basketball matchups, including Papillion La Vista versus Sunrise Christian Academy, a nationally known team out of Wichita. Area teams include Grand Island Central Catholic, Gothenburg, York, St. Cecilia, and Aurora. Get day-long admission for one low price at Ticketmaster. The Heartland Hoops Classic. First tip-off at 9 a.m. Feature game tip-off at 9.15 p.m. Saturday, February 11th. Be there. Now you can see the camaraderie between the Kearney and Norfolk players uh, from other sports, from what they're doing here at basketball. I see 
Murray and Kluver down there talking about all the golf that they've played and how the basketball game battled tonight. You're here on the New West Post Game Show. A couple of other scores tonight. Don't forget the Heartland Hoops Classic. Maybe Aurora was looking ahead. The Aurora boys clip Crete tonight 45-43 to remain undefeated, and they play Omaha South tomorrow. Uh, elsewhere in boys' action, Burwell beat Heartland Lutheran 63-41. Cambridge over Alma 47-41. Holdridge beat Central City 63-51. Lincoln East beat Lincoln North Star only 58-52. And that's who these teams play tomorrow. It shows you how weird things can be. Lincoln North Star's 2-17. Lincoln East is 15-5. Lincoln East goes to Norfolk. Kearney goes to North Star. And that was a six-point game tonight. McCook beat Garing by four. O'Neill over Ord 63-47. And SEM beat Overton in a big FKC game, 72-55. to In girls' action, Arcadia Loop City over Centura, 43-36. Blue Hill beats Deschler tonight, Cambridge over Alma. Central City goes double overtime to beat the Holdridge girls, 57-56. Kozad better by three than Broken Bow. Dundee County Stratton over Southern Valley. Gothenburg down the Ainsworth girls. Hampton beat Giltner, but only by six. Harvard over Shelton. Other girls' action tonight, Lincoln East beat Lincoln North Star, 54-28. Lincoln Southeast over Grand Island, 53-28. It was Ord over O'Neill, 51-45. Also in girls' play tonight, of games of interest, Sutton beat Fillmore Central, 52-47. Wood River over Donovan Trumbull, 34-27 in girls' basketball action tonight. And Axtell beat Elwood as well. Again, here in the girls' game. Went overtime, tough loss for Kearney. It was not a pretty game. They were up 28-20 midway through the fourth, and Norfolk went on a 9-1 run to force overtime and then beat Kearney 35-32 in overtime. Mariah Ross, 17 points, and uh, Kearney High scored 12 points after halftime. She had 11 of them. Kyla Moore and uh, Jenna Yoakum had 11 each for Norfolk, and in the boys' game, Norfolk led most of the way by as much as 11 in the first half. But Carney High in the last two minutes got the lead and then held on 57-55, 17 for Cannon Coster, 15 for Shiloh Robinson, 11 for Jake Techmeyer, 10 for Ryan Koski. Norfolk got 13 from Logan Strom and Christian Eisenhower. And you've been listening to the new Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show, certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today, tomorrow afternoon, starting at 12.30. The three middle games of the Heartland Hoops Classic are here on ESPN. The early games and the late games are on Classic Hits 98.9 with the D3 District Wrestling Tournament in the middle. We'll also be updating you on the other districts, including the A1 here at Kearney, which they are currently setting up for. And then we'll talk with area wrestlers and coaches on the Classic Hits Wrestling Rally Sunday afternoon at 3 Sub-districts get going next week. For our producer-engineer, back at the studio, Billy Thompson, I'm Doug Duda. Again, the final. Carney win their 13th in a row, 57-55 over Norfolk. Good night, everyone. The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com.